The Sabres unveil new uniforms. Oh, love a good new uniform day. We've got that coming up on the Lockdown Sabres podcast as well as a preview of Sabres and Flames, our second installment of Sabres After Dark of the season. Your Locked On Sabres, your daily podcast on the Buffalo Sabres. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Sabres your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast. Joe DiBiase on the show today. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. we got a game to talk about, Sabres and Flames. We'll preview tonight's matchup as well as new uniforms for the Buffalo Sabres. It's a new uniform day uh, in Saberland. So we've got that coming your way as well. We'll look at the Flames lineup, the Sabres lineup, starting goaltenders. I've got a couple of favorite prop bets for this game. In fact, I have prop bets tonight that I like more than any prop bets I've seen for a Sabres game all season. So we'll look at the money line, the puck line, the over-under, and then I got a couple of prop bets that I have to share with people uh, for tonight's game. 9.30 puck drop. Eastern time, Sabres and Flames. Uh, at Sneaky Joe Sports to follow me on Twitter, Locked on Sabres to follow the podcast account. And be sure to check out our YouTube channel, our Locked on Sabres YouTube channel. Always looking for some comments there. Um, there was a little bit of a uh, fight that went on in our comment section the other day between uh, whether or not somebody called JJ Paterka. Uh, just keep it friendly, people. Just keep it friendly. You know, you're you're able to go back and forth, but let's just keep it clean. Keep it clean in the ring there. Um, We got to start with the uniforms. We have to start with the uniforms. Another goat head. We have another goat head for the Buffalo Sabres. And it's not the red and black one. There is still a red and black one coming. But the Sabres will be wearing reverse retro uniforms for the 22-23 season, as will every team in the NHL. And it is a white goat head uniform it is a white goat head uniform the goat head logo itself is white there is a little bit of that silver in the middle which you would think is usually a darker color so that makes it look a little bit weird from a distance but up close it looks sweet and i just love that they are doing uh, they're doubling up on this logo for the season they're going to be wearing the black and red version uh we have not seen that unveiled yet that's probably coming within a couple of weeks as next month they're going to be playing that um, but this is what we got, a white goat head jersey. You know, the white uniform, what's the most famous goal scored in that uniform? Um, how about, yeah, is there an 05? Okay, 05 or 06, Jason Pominville, of course. Uh, the Jason Pominville goal. It's that jersey, but with blue and gold instead of red and black. So a very awesome uniform. I love that they're doing it as a black and red generation guy. But I'm especially happy that they're still doing it in red and black. Because they probably could have... They probably got to copped out of that, right? They probably could have just said to everybody, well, we had to do a reverse retro uniform, which is a spin off of our old jersey, and we couldn't just make it the exact same. So we went with a blue and gold version of the goat head and not done the red and black. But the Sabres are also doing the red and black. That's coming in a couple of weeks. That's the big one. That's the moneymaker. But this is cool. This is very cool. Um, they'll wear it for a few games. In fact, they did release the schedule already that they will be wearing these uniforms for. The Sabres will be playing the Penguins on November 2nd. So only a couple of weeks away. In fact, that is two weeks from Wednesday. 
So two weeks from yesterday uh, will be the first time they wear these reverse retro uniforms. They will be playing the Boston Bruins 10 days later in these uniforms on November 12th. And then again on November 25th against New Jersey uh, before I think there's four or five others throughout the rest of the season. So really cool. Love that the Sabres are doing this. And I look forward to seeing the red and black uniforms. There were a lot of other really cool ones. San Jose doing a California Golden Seals style jersey I thought was really neat. The Penguins going back to that, the, what would you call it? The Robo Pen, the Robo robotic Penguin look that uh, Yager and Lemieux would have worn in the late 90s. That one was a really cool one. Um, what else? We had Tampa Bay with the, the, the scene, the storm scene, where you've got the waves on the bottom of the jersey and you've got the clouds up on the shoulders. Uh, love the fact that they did that. Um, the Devils doing Colorado Rockies uniform or colors, but with the Devils logo, I thought was sweet. And then the other one that I really like, just because of the idea, is Montreal. Montreal doesn't have a lot of retro uniforms to go for. In fact, they did this a couple of years ago, and they got as creative as they could. They wore their current uniforms, but they reversed the colors: blue base color, red stripe. Once you did that, Montreal's kind of out of ideas. They've worn two jerseys their entire existence. So what does the Canadians do? They wear the Montreal Expos jerseys, but instead of the Expos logo, they've got a Canadiens crest right in the middle. That was awesome. That was really creative. Pay homage to their former baseball team, and they look cool. That little, you know, powder blue, and then the navy blue stripe, really sharp. Uh, Montreal did uh, super well uh, at that one. So really cool to see. I love this by the NHL. They should do it every year. Every year, give me a new jersey, forced jersey every year. Get creative, everybody, including you, Lou Lamorello and the Islanders, who always fight against this. They, by the way, did the uh, the Fishermen's. So those are back. They did Navy, though. That's fine. You take what you can get, I guess, uh, on the Islanders. They're just they're boring. Lou Lamorello doesn't want to do anything. Uh, all right. We'll get to tonight's game, Sabres and Flames. It's a 930 puck drop, uh, and we do have lineup notes for the Sabres. It includes... Eric Comrie in goal. One of my favorite prop bets for later includes Eric Comrie. A second consecutive start. I like it. Keep him rolling. Third consecutive start. Excuse me. Third consecutive start for Eric Comrie. Played the Florida game, Edmonton game, and now he is getting this one. And I like that Granado is giving him an opportunity to take hold of the net, not let go, because, again, he has the, the best possible outcome for a Sabres goaltender this season. Looking at some of the lines for tonight's game, they all look about the same from the Sabres game against Edmonton. Tage Thompson centering Alex Tuck and Jeff Skinner. Casey Middlestat centering Rasmus Asplund and Victor Olofsson. Dylan Cousins between Vinny Hinostroza and J.J. Paterka. And then Zemgis Gergensen centering Peyton Krebs and Kyle Oposo. I thought Krebs might get the uh, the snap-snap and get uh, you know benched for this game in favor of Jack Quinn. Quinn will, it appears, sit out his second consecutive game uh, in uh, out west. Uh, Ilya Labushkin, that was the one player you might have been thinking about due to injury. Labushkin is expected to be a scratch. He was skating as an extra at practice. That means that Casey Fitzgerald is in line to make his season debut for the Sabres. So the pairings go Samuelson and Darlene, Owen Power and Henry Okiharyu, and then Jacob Bryson and Casey Fitzgerald. I would expect Fitzgerald and Bryson to get a very limited amount of work, you know, 12 to 16 minutes of ice time, uh, somewhere in that range. So that's the Sabres lineup for tonight's game. We'll take a timeout when we come back. We'll look at the Flames. And also, I've got a thought on what the Flames did this offseason. I loved 
just respect the hell out of what they did in the offseason. I'll explain when we come back. We'll look at their lineup, who's in goal for Calgary before we get to our betting preview for tonight's game between the Sabres and the Flames. Back after this, Lockdown Sabres podcast with Joe DiBiase. We are brought to you by betonline.net. When we look at our odds later on for our betting preview, they will come straight from betonline.net. I made one of my fantasy lineup decisions today based on betonline and some of their uh, over-under prop bets. I'm in a dynasty fantasy football league where I am starving for quarterback play. I just I had Carson Wentz, and he was terrible, and I had Winston, and he was okay, but both guys are now injured. So I'm out here choosing between Davis Mills and Taylor Heineke. Couldn't figure it out. How am I supposed to know who's going to have more points between Davis Mills and Taylor Heineke? It's just the lamest fantasy decision of all time. So what do I do? Go to bet online. I look up Davis Mills. Oh, over under 230 passing yards. All right. How about Taylor Heineke? Over under 210 passing yards. Okay. Heineke, by the way, plus 160 to have two or more touchdowns. Meanwhile, Davis Mills plus 120. All right, I'm going to go Davis Mills. I'm starting Davis Mills, uh, and I do that a lot with Bet Online. They are my fantasy tiebreaker when I cannot make a lineup decision. Uh, Bet Online remains your continued source. All your sports wagering information, live betting, up to the minute scores for every sport out there Major League Baseball playoffs, MMA, boxing, golf. You've got uh, bo- boxing next week, by the way. Jake Paul and Anderson Silva. They got all the odds and information. You need for that card next Saturday. Head to their website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. Joe DiBiase back here on the Locked on Sabres podcast. Thanks for making us your first listen every day. When you're done with us, be sure to make your second listen. Locked on game to game. NHL. Every moment, every top performance, every result. Locked on game to game covers every game from across the NHL with local analysis that only locked on can deliver follow game to game on the nhl stream uh the channel available on the odyssey app youtube or wherever you get your podcasts we've got a matchup tonight between the sabers and the flames 9 30 puck drop sabers after dark and before we get to the flames lineup calgary at three and one having a good start to the year i have mad respect for what calgary did i don't think if i were a gm i would have done the same what they did in the offseason uh, I'm a I'm a teardown guy, right? I like to see things torn down and then you build it back up. That's where you maximize your window to win. That's where you maximize how your ceiling as a team. But that's usually the route a lot of teams take. Calgary this offseason. Johnny Goudreau says, sayonara, I'm going to Columbus. Columbus of all teams. But Goudreau at 28 years old, franchise cornerstone player, poof, gone for absolutely nothing. Matthew Kachuk. 25 years old. I don't want to be here long-term. I'm not signing a contract extension. All right, now Calgary's got a decision to make. One of their best players, if not the best player in Goudreau, is gone. And now their other best player, Matthew Kachuk, wants to be gone. And you're going to lose him in a year. You're going to lose his rights in one year's time. He can sign a one-year deal, and you walk him to free agency. So what does Calgary do? A lot of teams in that spot, what would they do? They would tear it down. They would trade their veterans, Jacob Markstrom in goal, and Michael Backlund, and, you know, uh, Elias Lindholm, Tyler Toffoli. They would have just sold it all off, and they would have got picks and prospects and, you know, tried to start over. Calgary says, you know what? No, we're ready to win. We've got pieces. We've got Jacob Markstrom, who's a solid goaltender, and he's 33 years old, right? He's a little bit older, but he's great. 
Uh, we've got Michael Backlund, who's a good, solid middle six center. We've got Tyler Toffoli, who's a 30-year-old but very good winger, scoring winger, 30 goals on the on the second line, first line. Uh, we got, you know, we've got who else was on? The, Elias Lindholm at 28 years old, right in the middle of his prime. He's still a really good player. Andrew Mangiapane turned out to be a really nice addition for them or revelation for them, I should say. They didn't add him uh, last season with a big goal-scoring season. You know what? Let's go all in. Let's push our chips to the middle. No, our window for winning won't be as long as it would have been with Matthew Kachuk and with Johnny Goudreau, 25 and 28 years old, respectively. But we can win, and we can win right now. So you know what? We're going to replace Matthew Kachuk. We're going to trade him to Florida, not for picks and prospects, although they did get a first-round pick in this deal as well. We're going to get back Jonathan Huberdeau at 29 years old. And going into the final year of his contract. We're going to go we're going to go get Mackenzie Weger from Florida at 29 years old. Both needing contracts, both needing deals that teams don't like to give out, which are you're 29 and you want an 8-year contract, which means I am eating 3 or 4 years of a bad deal in 99% of cases. Calgary says, "Screw it. We know we're going to hate 3 of these years, 4 of these years, but you know what? Yes, we'll give you the big contract you want, Jonathan Huberto, over an eight-year deal. Mackenzie Weger, yes, we'll give you a long-term deal, knowing in both situations that we're probably going to regret uh, a few years of this contract. It's going to be an anchor. And then they went a step further, replacing Goudreau, who they lost in free agency, with Nazem Kadri. Nazem Kadri, three years older than Huberto and Weger, at 32 years old. They gave... Nazem Kadri, a seven-year contract at 32 years old. And they will certainly regret multiple years of that contract. But they are pushing their chips to the middle. And while I don't love it, it's not the greatest asset management, man, do I respect the stones that it takes to do that when not a lot of GMs will do that in the NHL. Kadri, by the way, is their leading scorer through three games with a goal and three assists, four points in three games. Coming off a year last year, we had 87 points in 71 games. Calgary is a good hockey team. They're three and one. They beat Vegas the other night. They have got a lot of good veteran talent that's right either in the middle of their primes or just nearing the end of their primes. And no, their window for winning is not very long. It's probably only two or three years max. In fact, two years is probably more realistic for them before things start really getting old and, and they have to really you know, try to do something uh, futuristic-wise with prospects and whatnot. But in the meantime, they're a solid team. They're a contender. I legitimately believe with that goalie and that roster, they are a contender. They could be someone that pushes Colorado. I don't think they could beat Colorado in a playoff series, but I think they could push Colorado, win a round, and then probably run into a, a buzzsaw of a wall that is the avalanche. So mad respect to the Calgary Flames. Their lineup tonight against the Sabres. Uh, first line, Elias Lindholm centering Tyler Toffoli and Jonathan Huberto. That is a solid first line. Second line, Nazem Kadri centering Dylan Dubé and Andrew Mangiapane. Third line, Michael Backlund centering Blake Coleman and Trevor Lewis. Fourth line, Kevin Rooney centering Brett Ritchie. And there's Milan Lucic still hanging around on that stupid contract, just trying to get by in today's NHL as a fourth liner. The blue line for Calgary. Mackenzie Weger, solid top pair defenseman. Uh, with Chris Tanev, Noah Hannafin on the second pair with Rasmus Anderson. Third pair, former Sabre Nikita Zadorov with Michael Stone. And it will be Jacob Markstrom in goal. It'll be the first starting goaltender 
that the Sabres face on the season. They face three backups to begin the year. They will face their first starting goaltender in Jacob Markstrom. We'll take a timeout here when we come back. Look at some of the betting lines for Sabres and Flames, and I've got three prop bets that I love for this game. So come back for that here on the Lockdown Sabres podcast. Welcome back to the Lockdown Sabres podcast with Joe DiBiase. Thanks for making us your first listen every day. I've got a betting preview for you from betonline.ag. Uh, it involves a couple of prop bets, especially, that I am in love with. For tonight's game. Uh, So head over to bet online. If you're looking for more of the betting props, Uh, starting off with the puck line, the Sabres, of course, an underdog on the road, plus a goal and a half, but it's even money. Minus one Oh one is your puck line. The flames minus a goal and a half at minus minus one nineteen. So again, if you're not a betting type minus one nineteen, you'd have to bet $119 to make a hundred for the Sabres minus one Oh one. You have to bet 101 to win a hundred. So basically, even the money line for this game, Sabres plus 269. So you would bet 100 to win 269. The Calgary Flames minus 305. Sabres, a big, big underdog, a bigger underdog than they were against the Oilers on Tuesday. I think a lot of that has to do probably with the fact they're playing the best goaltender they've played of the year by far in Jacob Markstrom. The over under for this game, by the way, because of the goaltending, I would imagine, is half a goal lower. We're at six and a half. It's been at seven for the last two games, it's at six and a half here. Uh, plus 102 on the under, minus 113 on the over. I don't really have a strong opinion of any of these three. I, I think the over-under is almost a little dangerous because I, I'm tempted to take the over, but I trust both of these goaltenders. So I think I would stay away from a lot of that. Uh, I'm going to stay away from a lot of that personally. But prop bets that I like for tonight, starting with Dylan Cousins. Dylan Cousins, who is yet to score this season, has been racking up the scoring chances. Uh, He's been doing it on the rush. He's been doing it going to the front of the net at five on five. And he's been getting chances while on the power play, uh, that high slot wrist shot that Cousins has. And I still question whether he has the finishing ability to score, you know, 30 plus goals in the NHL, even when he's at his best in his career. Uh, But he's certainly getting the chances. And so far through three games, uh, he's got seven shots on goal, so he's getting his shots. He's getting his shot attempts, um, and so far this year, what is he? He's fifth on the team in shots behind Skinner, Olison, Tuck, and Dalene, actually the leader at 13, and that brings me to my next favorite prop bet of the night, and that is Rasmus Dalene at plus 500 as an anytime goal scorer. He has the most shots of the team, 13 through the season. He plays the most minutes. He's getting point shots on the power play and he's got three goals in three games and no that's not predictive as to what will happen tonight but there's a record to be had here no player in NHL history I think unless you go back to like the 1910s when there were teams that you know you've never heard of like uh the Toronto arenas maybe were one of them in NHL history No defenseman has ever opened up a season with four goals in the first four games, scoring a goal in each of the first four games of a season. Cot and Darlene could do that tonight. And I wonder if Granado knows that 
and wants to get him that record. If the Sabres are up late in the game and there's an empty net, Dalene on the ice, there's a concentrated effort to get him that goal. And again, even if there isn't a concentrated effort to get him the goal because of the record, he is on the ice more than anybody for the Sabres. He's on the power play more than anybody for the Sabres. And right now he has more shots than anybody on the Sabres. So I am going with Dalene. And his finish looks good so far this year with a little curl and shoot. So Rasmus Dalene plus 500 anytime goal score. And then the third prop bet I love for tonight uh, involves Sabres goaltender Eric Comrie. I love Eric Comrie to have 35 or more saves. And that line you could get at bet online for plus 104. 35 plus saves for Eric Comrie. Um, I'm in. I think the Flames are going to have a lot of shots. It's 13 more, by the way, than they than he faced against Edmonton. So. We're talking, get me 35 to 40 shots on goal, and he should be in good range to hit that number. Uh, And he's been good, so I would expect him to make a lot of those saves if he faces around 40 shots. So Eric Comrie uh, at about even money, plus 104 to have 35-plus saves. That is going to do it. For us here on the Locked On Sabres podcast, uh, enjoy the game. Sabres after dark between the Sabres and the Flames. A 9.30 puck drop means that you can enjoy a little football if you want between the New Orleans Saints and the Arizona Cardinals, who I believe get rolling at 8.15. So you got about an hour and a half before the Sabres after dark gets rolling. So enjoy the game. We'll talk to you tomorrow. We'll recap it, and uh, we'll see if there's anything else uh, Sabre-wise to talk about. Maybe another jersey. I wonder when those black and reds are coming. November, I think, is when they probably get announced. But anyways, let me know what you think of the new uniforms. We'll read some comments from their YouTube channel and the Twitter account at Lockdown Sabres on tomorrow's episodes. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Enjoy the game, and we will talk to you tomorrow here on Lockdown Sabres. Thanks for making us your first listen every day. Now we're going to make your second listen, Lockdown Fantasy Hockey. Host Steel Roden and Flip Livingstone help you become the fan- fantasy expert. It gives you the fantasy edge to keep you ahead of the competition with daily updates of news, analysis, and advice Monday through Friday. It's available on YouTube, Odyssey, and wherever you get your podcasts. Talk to you on Friday. Later.